Hey everybody. That's Nathan. That's Brian. I'm JC. We're your host of the recovering fundamentalist podcast. And we are back. Yes, we are. Yes, sir. Season three, baby. Oh, back in goodness. the saddle again. There has been weeping and gnashing of teeth. The rumor mill has been rolling. The boys are done. <laughs> they will never be back. They're shutting it down. <laughs> they Did somebody say that? It. Oh, yeah. Well, you know what this proves? These people may be haters, but they are not prophets, nor the children of prophets. <laughs> That's true. It's funny. When we first started, I went to, uh, I think it was Apple Review or uh, something on Google. I don't know. But there was one of the reviews, and it said, this podcast will last two months and then run out of content. <laughs> well, we're almost <laughs> to 200 episodes going on season three, and uh, I'm excited. Y'all ready? I'm, I'm ready. ready. Let's go. Three. You know what makes women stupid is college. Jesus was not a bartender. Hi, man. Two. You have lost your mind. Long tongue heifers have given me a lot more trouble than heifers wearing breeches. And you know that. Say amen right there. One. Let me tell you something, bozo. They'll be selling frosties in hell for this boy. Put on a pair of pink underwear. Amen. I sucked my thumb till I was 14 years of age. man it's kind of like we're doing the uh, new retro rfp <laughs> yes old school Absolutely. old paths man RFP. i'm telling you cowboy kyle when he made that intro that is podcast <laughs> gold right there that dude it nailed it it's intro perfection and i guarantee <laughs> if we did a poll among all of our listeners everybody loves the old intro Hey, don't Even hurt my, my buddy Sam Jones' feelings. He did so good on the second one, too. He did. He did. <laughs> Those golden voice notes, but oh, man. about that first one, kind of like the old paths. We just it's just it's it. nostalgia, man. It is really good. And Cowboy Kyle has a couple Grammys, right? So I mean, the dude yeah, is legit. GM awards. And yeah, yeah. You get to hear Jack Kyle say, I sucked my thumb till I was 14 years of age. <laughs> that counts for something. It. It well, really does. Of, uh, speaking of going retro, old school, we have a new old sponsor of the RFP. Get out of here. Life soap is back, baby. Free on, life soap. Out. Yeah, you cut out a little bit. Say that again, JC. Season three, free life soap is back as a sponsor of the Recovering Fundamentalist Woo! podcast. Free life free soap, life man. Soap. It's funny. Man. I was talking to Miss McKibben. Oh, look at that. Season three. Got her, right? I was wow. talking to McKibben, and uh, she was uh, saying how she went away from her online sales to focus on uh, some in-store things. And this summer, I forgot to give her a heads up that we were running our summer sabbatical. We're doing old <laughs> school episodes. And she goes, all of a sudden, my online sales start blowing up. And I couldn't figure out why everybody's using the RFP uh code whenever they're going on and making their purchase to get 20% off of their order. She's like, what is going on? And then I realized RFP is running summer sabbatical episodes. And it was like, we were brand new with the uh, 
Free Life Soap. And so she's back and I'm excited and we're going to now smell good and get some free soap and some. Hey, I haven't even told you guys this, but uh, before we moved, she sent a gift bag. This was probably a little over a year ago. I guess you guys probably got something too, but she sent a gift bag with a sweet note and uh, like she always does. Yeah. And it got packed away. Well, my wife pulled it out of some box a few months ago. So I go into the bathroom and sitting like there was this halo, the sun rays coming from the ceiling, <laughs> these choirs started singing and sitting on the side of the bathtub was this bar of, I think it was campfire free life soap. That's and, oh, yeah. oh my goodness, dude. It's been this glorious month of just enjoying free life soap and it's perfect timing. I think, you know, that's, that's just a vision from the Lord of what was to come with the RFP. Ooh, it was, it was like a foreshadowing. Well, yes. you know, if we ever are able to really convince men of the power of free life soap, the sales will be astronomical. There is there is some kind of magical power in free mm. life soap. It mm. it it makes you more manly. It makes you more attractive. Free life soap is so awesome that you can bathe in pumpkin spice and still be manly. It's it's now, crazy. Now, Brian, still she haven't did done that. To, she did want me to give you a heads up that she has not made the pumpkin spice. Soap Hallelujah! This year. That's she fine. Said, I, I love the camp advice. It just went away from the pumpkin spice. So I know Brian will shed a tear over that, but he can smell like a man and not pumpkin spice. So. <laughs> hey, well, <laughs> I also love the one that's made up of like the dolphins colors. I can't think of what the name California of that one is. Dreaming? No, yeah, that's a real California good. something. Yeah. yeah I like that one. one. Yeah. yeah. On top of the soap, they also have beard oil that listen guys with chin curtains, like all of us have, we put some beard product. I have more product now for my beard than I did when I had a full head of hair. And her beard oil is one of the best smelling, longest lasting beard oils that you will put on your chin curtain. Go check them out today. Go to recoveringfundamentalist.org. Click on the free life soap tab. Use your promo code RFP and get 20% off, 15% off. I don't honestly know how much you'll get off, but you'll get something off. You'll get a percentage <laughs> off. <laughs> You'll get something off of it when you use your promo code RFP and uh, help a uh, local family-run incredible business out today. And we want to thank Miss McKibben for being a sponsor of the Recovering Fundamentalist podcast. It was so fun to hear you say that. That was nostalgic. Yes, it was amazing. <laughs> hey, let's talk about the summer sabbatical. Yeah, like it was long. It was long. Yes. It was needed. <laughs> We couldn't end it <laughs> trying to record for our three weeks. Yes. My bad. Well, for we the people, for the people who were trying to say, you know, that the summer sabbatical meant that we were finished and done. It's just uh, proof that they don't understand other people's lives and everything that we had going on. Uh, some serious health issues over the course of the summer that had to be dealt with and things like mm. that. And it just proves, you know, there are a lot of people. They're like buzzards. They're always flying around looking for something dead. Yep. Good analogy. Yep. Yep. But this hey, it has been nonstop for all yes. three of us. And it's still not slowing down. We're just adding to it. Yeah. That makes sense. <laughs> hey, we did get to see each other uh, a couple weeks back at the Men we of did. Valor I'm conference. Actually, Man, how did. awesome was the Men of Valor conference this yeah. year? 
All three great. of us spoke at that. Although JC was the main session speaker and Brian oh, yeah. and I were breakout session speakers. So we, oh. we know the, the whole, you know, hierarchy of the RFP. It's, yep. Yep. We it's did. all about JC. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It was it was it was so humble. Oh, you know, JC speechless. He's he's speechless. <laughs> Nathan, I'm how just nice in season three. I'm not answering stupidity. <laughs> how nice was it though for JC to cast a big shadow so that you and I could at least stand in it? Man, I tell you what, his sermon was amazing. Like yes, it he, was. He absolutely blew it out of the water. And I was honestly, after JC preached that sermon, I'm not joking. After he preached that sermon, I was like, I'm so glad I don't have to follow him up. You know, poor Randall had to get up the next morning and try to follow up JC. And uh, I mean, if you had hung around JC, you would have been there for that. But you know, those big name preachers, <laughs> they always come in and they speak and then they leave. And kind of like JC and Brian both did at the Men of Valor Conference. Man, I, hey, one of these days I'll be like a like yeah. a big time guy like you guys. Hey, I paid for my sins. And by the way, <laughs> I stayed there longer than I normally stay most places. Yeah, you did. You guys don't know this, but I got right outside of Danville. It was about 1 a.m. And my car started going nuts, losing power, lunging forward, every dash light coming I knew on. it because I was on the phone with we you. We were on the phone together. <laughs> I broke down on the side of the road there in the darkness as the wolves howled and the bears growled. But I was broken down on the side of the road, had to call a wrecker. And didn't get home to about 2.30 a.m. But guys, check out how cool this is. God is always at work. The uh, driver of the truck happened to be going through a lot in his life right now. He's had a very troubled past. He's trying to get his life right. He and I ended up having an incredible Jesus conversation at 2.30 a.m. out in my front yard. I stood there and was able to hold this guy's hands and lead him in prayer and pray God's blessings over him that he would turn his eyes to Jesus Christ. And so good. even in a breakdown, something good came out of it. That well, is I, amazing. I don't have a spiritual story. I was just at Bucky's in Sevierville at three 30 in the morning, eating some brisket, the, the world's largest gas station at three 30 in the morning in Pigeon Forge. Well, Sevierville. That was hey, fun. I actually home because my son had his first soccer game and he scored his first goal. So I'll skip Randall's Anton and Raven any day to get come home. on. That's my brother. Come on. Uh, my son, not my brother, score a goal. Yeah. Hey, but I actually go ahead. Go ahead. I was just gonna say we love the RF or the uh men of our we love the RFP. Man, guys, this is gonna be a rough one today because I am <laughs> we're rusty. We love the men of valor. They're part of the RFP network, and it was a great conference. Go ahead. That's all I wanted to say. <laughs> yeah, I was just gonna say I've made it into the parking lot of Bucky's. Uh, I pulled in there and it was right at the heart of uh I think it was the day before July 4th or something oh, like that. Ooh, and so I go got there. off the exit and I pulled in the parking lot and I was like, if I I didn't even need gas. Yeah. Uh, I, I was just like, if I walk in here to get a snack, it'll be 45 minutes before I even yeah. like can find a parking place. And then an hour and a half inside, which they're kind of like Chick-fil-A. They get, they get people through real quick, but I was just like, forget it. So I like circled out of the parking lot, which took a little while too, and then went down and went into one of those little, just normal average gas stations. And yeah. it was, it was so disappointing, but I was in and out in like three minutes I felt sorry for those people, man, because like they're they're probably going to go out of business. Well, speaking of uh, sponsorships, we have something new that we are starting with season number three. 
that's going to kind of give you a backstage pass, if you will. It's a look be behind the scenes. So uh, we edit a little bit whenever we put out our final product, because as you can tell already, uh, we have stumbled across some of our words. There's some rust, and every once in a while, we just have what we call a brain fart, and nothing comes out. We just sit here and look at the screen. We're like, I don't know who's supposed to talk. Hey, but we've kept it hidden for three years that Brian has Tourette's. So uh, I don't know how we're going to keep that off of the radar. The <laughs> hey, hey, I only have Tourette's with my appendages. My oh, my goodness. That's oh, it. My goodness. That's oh, it. man. But we are going to offer for those that want to see behind the the scenes, if you will, just like that moment right there, um, an opportunity for you to have an unfiltered, raw, no editing, what you see is what you get, part of the RFP. Nathan, tell them all about it. Yeah, so we're going to do, uh, I don't know what you want to call it, backstage pass, members only version of the podcast. Un <laughs> literally, guys, raw, unedited. So start to finish. And here's the coolest thing about this is when, when we record this, like say if we, I don't know if this has ever happened, but in the future, if we record a week ahead of time, you know, just oh, let's just happen. say we get our schedules together and we record a week <laughs> ahead of time. If we record this on a, a Monday and then release it the next Monday, this one gets uploaded immediately because it, I don't have to edit. I can just click a button, get it uploaded there will be a podcast and there will also, it looks like, be a link to a private YouTube page that you'll have access to as well. So you can watch the live, raw, unedited, and or you could just listen to it driving down the road as soon as it gets released. And I, honestly, we probably start need we need to start doing this ahead of time, like at least a week so that we can give a little bit more access. But what we're doing is, is we're asking for a donation. And this is a way for us to give back. We have pat some patrons already. We want you guys to have access to this and anybody else that that signs on. Uh, we may just need to do this through our Patreon account. There's two or three different options where we can have the, the giving link through the donations or through Patreon, or there's uh, Castos also has a link. So we'll figure that out in the like today, in the near future. And you guys will have access to this. But this is Really, that we thought this up and dreamed this up because the fam asked for it. The RFP fam wanted, uh, we've been discussing this for really years and didn't have a way to do it. Well, Castos, the platform that we use, just came out with a way for us to do this. So we're going to jump on this and we would love for you guys to sponsor the podcast and get something back out of it. So does this mean when I tell the jokes that can't make it to the podcast because they actually come to my mind in the moment. I forget yeah. we're recording and I tell one of those jokes, JC laughs till he cries. You're yeah. saying the audience is going to get that. Absolutely. Everything raw, unedited. So I have All to the be time careful about my jokes. Off, it's going to be on there. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Hey, that, that You're number be one, pretty, that'll be pretty <laughs> interesting. Uh, I don't know if I like this cause, uh, well, I guess if you uh, are a non-fan and a foe, you can pay us your money and you can get any kind of content you want. How about that? I, hey, we're going to have a list of the people that sign up for it. So jump Come on. on. Welcome. <laughs> yep. Come, uh, on. Come on in, boys. The water's fine. It's going to yes, be all right. Is. Hey, speaking of uh, the water being fine, how are you guys feeling? 
Like Brian, you've gone through some some health issues. JC had some health issues. Dude, did you have the vids here a couple weeks ago? Yeah, just got over it again. Round what three in the world. That is not round three. You've had COVID at least 12 times. 12 now. times at least. At least. That's bare minimum. I don't know. Every other <laughs> week when I talk though. to you, you're like, I got the COVID. I can't, I got I can't the Rona. talk or breathe. I mean, you can't get time. anything else anymore, right? It's only the Rona. You get an ingrown toenail, it's COVID. Like, I mean, you, that's all you can get these days. Well, Man. when it's got 50,000 symptoms, exactly. it becomes everything. Yeah, my dad just had it. He's 70-something years old and uh, maybe 70, 71. And he just had it, and he said it wasn't that bad this time. He just kind of yeah. glided right through it, feeling much better, so... Two weeks right. ago, I was watching the Florida State Seminoles game, which by Let's the way, go. Seminoles are back, baby. Let's go all the way. We're going to win it all this year. Mark my words. September 12th. JC hey, roll, roll tide, win it all. Roll Tide Willie would disagree with that. Well, go. Hook them horns. Um, anyhow, watching the, uh, Texas, watching baby. the Florida State game, and I was like, something feels off. Not really sure what's going on here. By Monday afternoon, man, bed. I was in bed Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, started feeling human. Friday last week is about 4 a.m. in the morning. Fever broke, and I felt completely fine. And I was just Man. ready to go. Haven't felt bad since. So, Rona, Man, I'm glad you're better. Is, we're good. Well, guys, I think God performed a miracle for me, to be honest. So, yeah. um, I'm sure our listeners have heard me talk about, at least once or twice, uh, the heart attacks that I had in 2019. And I had to go back to the heart doctor. I was having some issues again, just knew something was wrong. The doctor was convinced something was wrong. So a few weeks ago, guys, I had, um, had another heart catheterization. The doctor came out completely shocked, said everything mm -hmm. was clean and clear. Uh, then I had surgery on my foot. My wife had surgery. So basically what we're doing now is taking turns falling apart. So what I'm hoping is it's like a car. You know, everything breaks, you get all the stuff fixed, and then you get a few more good miles out of it. I think mm. that's kind of, I'm hoping for a few good miles coming up on the road ahead. Brian, I told you Go going to that tent revival in Mount Juliet, Tennessee would make all the difference, <laughs> and it did. I just want to praise the Lord for what he did for me. You sent some seed money in, didn't you? <laughs> hey, I sowed a seed and reaped a harvest, praise the Lord. Well, Man. guys, I I don't have really any health issues. I thought I might be getting COVID a couple of weeks ago, but it was like, it was just some, some allergies. I think ragweed, something like that. But your boy, Nathan is you getting need to quit smoking that stuff. That, yeah, yeah. Your boy, Nathan live in is, Asheville now. <laughs> yes, yes. I, I, hey, it's contextualization, man. Come on. I'm, I'm ministering to this culture. Become, but, uh, I became all things to all people that are my yeah. Some hippies. That's it. Hey, we've got scripture on the RFP. Man, look at us. Mm. So, hey, James. in two days, I will be 48 years old. Wow. So I'm coming soon to an RFP episode near you. Nathan is going to be talking about all of his ailments right along with JC and Brian. <laughs> so, uh, which hey, JC's a lot younger though. than me, but still, I mean, Hey, I'm trying to join you guys. And today is my son's birthday. He was, his birthday's happy two birthday. days before mine. So happy birthday, Austin. Uh, I know he's an avid listener to the RFP. He loves everything <laughs> we do and he just can't wait for these new episodes to be released. Just like all my family, 
right? right. Your oh, families yeah. are like this. <laughs> Absolutely. They're sitting. It's like a picture of the old, you know, sitting around the the retro <laughs> the Grand Ole radio, Opry. right? Waiting for the Grand Ole Opry to come on, and just like that. That's what my family's like every time an episode releases. So, yeah. good I have times. To remind that i'm on a podcast she's like you're yeah, going she... to... <laughs> like, what podcast what's so a JC, podcast something did happen the last time i was around nathan oh it was such a beautiful moment it was epic mm. it, it it was so fulfilling it's it's kind of like you know when you bite into the perfect barbecue sandwich and the juice runs mm. down the corner of your mouth yes lord you know? i was with nathan and I happened to notice that he had a gray hair in his beard. There it is. I was like, thank you, Lord. <laughs> it's finally happening. He is human. <laughs> I've got a lot of gray hairs in this beard. Oh man, you don't you don't oh, yeah. change. It's not fair. <laughs> I took a picture the other day and I was like, my beard is almost white. Like there's more white than black now. It's weird. Yeah. I had an odd moment the other week. There was this guy who came and he's like 65 years old thick head of hair, perfect shape, dress is really sharp, just a super crisp looking dapper kind of a guy. And Denise and I were leaving the church building and I said to her, man, I really hope I look that good when I'm 65. And then I realized I already don't look that good. <laughs> like, it, was, <laughs> it was like, this is a dark moment in my oh, life man. right now. That's so funny. Can't believe y'all's families don't listen to the RFP. My kids, the only episode that they asked for is the one that we had our wives on. <laughs> I was <Yes>. talking, <laughs> play the one, Dad, and they love it. The one that I was sick when I had COVID when we recorded years ago, and I went, "Let's go," and my voice cracked and went Let's go. <laughs> like that. They're, they make. <laughs> I know your families don't make fun of you at all, but mine do. That's the only reason they listen to the podcast or my sermons. My... <laughs> yes, oh, my girls. <laughs> my girls pick up on everything I say when I'm preaching and I never live it down. Nope. Who that needs just to... means they love us. That's exactly right. Oh, is that what it means? <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, before we jump into what we did this summer, cause I'm interested to hear what all y'all did this summer. I know you were busy. We've got some stuff that's coming up that I'm super excited about. Yeah. Um, in fact, we're going to be going to Israel again real soon. And I know you've been hearing us run that on the uh, summer sabbatical uh, episodes, but we're going to Israel. It's going to be January 26th through February the 3rd. And uh, this is a pastor's trip, uh, the cheapest you'll ever be able to go to Israel. And there are still a few spots available. We'd love for you to sign up and go with us. You can go to our recovering, I forgot the website, recoveringfundamentalist.org. Click on the Israel tab and go with us to the Holy Land. I am so fired up to get back there. I talked to the guys at Razoops Tattoo this week, and uh, I've got my uh, scheduled time date. Are, are you going to get another one when we go? I am, yes. I mean, I, you may as well just, uh, once you become a reprobate and get that ink on your skin, you may as well just go all the way. We need to do an interview with them when we're there. That That would be really cool. We had some great conversations with them last time. So go with us to Israel. It's going to be February 26th through January 26th through February the 3rd. And uh, we'd love for you to be there. We also have a meetup coming up. Nate, you want to tell us a little bit about that? Yeah. And before we do that, they actually, I'm getting on the website right now. They actually lowered the price of this trip. It's down to 2750 
I think it started out at like 2890 or something. So they've brought it down over a hundred dollars, which is a big deal. I mean, that's, that's money that you can spend on, you know, uh, souvenirs or something. So, uh, what is the other thing I was going to talk about? Meetup. The meetup. Yes. The, for the sake of the gospel conference this year, we've had to adjust some things just because of our schedules, but we are doing a meetup in November, the same weekend, the third and fourth. Is that what we said? November 3rd and 4th, which is a Friday and Saturday. I think some people are coming in on the Thursday. You're welcome to come in. But uh, doing this in Asheville, North Carolina, and really we're still going to have some of the conference sermons. Basically, me, Brian, and JC are going to be preaching and and sharing the things that were on our hearts. But we're also going to have a ton of time for meetup, hanging out. Uh, Each of the podcasts that are able to be here in the RFP network will be having their own little meetup, maybe recording some live sessions and stuff like that. Super informal, guys. Uh, Last last time we spent a whole lot of money and uh, brought in some big names and did some different stuff. I would love to get back to that. But this year, with two of us planning new churches, and we're going to be talking about that as we move forward in this episode, uh, it's, it's just been insane. For us to honor God with our time and our families, we've had to kind of step back. And I'll be honest, in the, in the summer sabbatical, there were times where I I started rumors about the fact that we were never going to come back because I was like, man, this is this is so nice not having to like schedule one more thing. But honestly, I I would miss it so much because I love what we're doing, but uh, it it does take a lot of sacrifice, a lot of time. Yeah, so we'd love for you to come and be with us in Asheville, North Carolina, November third and fourth. It's a meetup, free, no registration. Show up. Uh, your lodging is on you, food's on you, whatever, but uh, come and be with us. We'd love to meet you, and I love getting together with our RFP fam. Me I know too. A lot of the RFP network guys and girls will be there, and uh, it's just a good time to hang out with some really good folks. Yeah, and pastors, wouldn't want to go to Asheville? Yeah, man, it's, it's so cool here, and uh, we're hosting it at Hope Church Asheville. Pastors, load up your church vans, bring a load of people. Like, this is going to be amazing. I'm I am so excited. Yeah, I think I think having it informal like that with great time for conversations and friendship building and all of that, I think it makes it even more meaningful because let's be honest, all of us who came from our background, we spent hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of hours in meetings listening to people talk. And sometimes it's just cool to have an informal mm-hmm. time to just hang out, fellowship, and Live out the one another's of the New Testament. Yeah. Yeah. And and guys, I got to tell you, I feel like I'm sitting on a wooden bench under a brush arbor with sawdust on the ground. And it's an old-fashioned, independent, fundamental Baptist camp meeting because you remember after a preacher was up there for like an hour and a half, he would look at us, at, look at the congregation and say, that was my introduction. Let's move on into point one. So guys, that was our introduction Let's talk about season three. Here we are. Here we are. And not to mention that was a great segue. It was like, it just popped in my head that, that, and that, how many of those sermons did we sit through? That was my introduction. Now let's get into the word of God. uh, Look a ton, but here's the other thing. (laughs) You remember when they would say, all you're going to do is go home and get your recliner and sit back and watch the 11 o'clock news anyway. Oh yeah. You know what that proved? Those guys didn't work jobs. 
I grew mm. up around evangelists and all that. They'd sit at Waffle House till 2 a.m., sleep yeah. till 11 a.m., play golf the next day, and then go back to the service the next night. And all the people who were coming to give in the offering, they were all working their jobs. And so that few Woo! minutes in the recliner was the only time they were going to have all day to rest a little bit. Mm. Man. Some people would realize that if they'd go get a real job for a little while, wouldn't they? That'll preach, Brian. Our brains went to two different places because I thought when he was talking about that, he was just my butt always started itching. I'd get that like <laughs> I don't know what it was. Sitting <laughs> <there> too- <laughs> Do you know, JC, I could have recorded for a lifetime and never heard about your butt itching, just to be honest. Yes. Hey, okay. so guys, season three. Let's get back to where we were. It has been uh, how many episodes are we at, Nate? Is it uh, one This is 164, but I think it's funny that we're in season three and we never had a season one and two. Like we never announced season one, <laughs> never announced season two, two in season three. We can't count. That's okay. <laughs> I can retroactively go back and put season one and season two on all the episodes. And I'm going to do that by the way. So we just didn't wow. know it was season one and two happened organically because yeah. if you season one, that was more like our story and yeah. what the podcast is all about. We've been, our mission all along is to help and encourage those whose lives have been negatively affected by fundamentalist legalism in the church. And we want to challenge people who promote tradition over scripture. That's it. Season one, that's what we did. We focused hard on that. You can go yep. back to episode one to episode 50, 60, and that's really what we were, all of our interviews, all of our content, it was really about that. And then it we season it was episode one through 75. Oh, 75. Then we took a break and we came back and we said, Hey, we need to change this up a little bit. We're not changing what our mission statement is. We're not going away from that. But because we are recovering fundamentalists, the gospel is our foundation. Yep. And so the last however many episodes talking about the gospel and what our foundation is. And now as we shift from episode 164 into who knows when season four will happen, but we're going to talk about the church and our heartbeat for what God has called us and what it looks like to be the church. I'm excited about episode or for season three. Yeah. And Brian, yeah, go ahead, Brian, and talk to us about the church. I know you're, you're, you're passionate about the church. You, you planted hope church Danville, uh, which was blessed hope baptist church back Mm -hmm. in the day back when you were out with god um and that was like what 34 years ago yeah back back when i was preaching revivals and call myself a preacher but i was in diapers and jc wasn't even born yet (laughs) yeah well that's you know that's back in the day when um as long as you had great stories and 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 uh you know how to i guess use emotionalism to your benefit you didn't have to worry about integrity, discipling someone. None of that was even in my in my purview back in those days. But, you know, the church, to be a part of the church is the greatest honor that any of us mm. will ever, ever experience, that we will ever know, to think that there's a Savior who lived sinless, who died sacrificially, who rose supernaturally, so that we could be this called out community Mm. of followers that we could apprentice under him, that we could learn to walk in his steps for the purpose of becoming more like him, that we are this community that is set apart. Unlike 
any other community on the face of the earth, more diverse than any community on the face of the planet. Literally, there are followers of Jesus on every every corner of this globe. I'm not a flat earther, but on every corner of this globe, there are there are believers today on the busy streets of Manhattan and on the banks of an Amazonian jungle, um, the banks of a river in an Amazonian jungle. There, there are believers literally all over the world. There are even believers who are as, as articulate and as scholarly as the greatest among us. And then there are people who are believers who are a part of a tribe that doesn't even have a written language. Hmm. The diversity of the church is incredible and in that the church is made up of the people of God and we're being perfected by Jesus Christ, Romans 8, 28, conformed into his image. One day we're going to be presented faultless in heaven as trophies, testimonies to the grace of God. To be a part of the church, guys, it's absolutely incredible. And to know that the church is the body of Christ, and that's not a title we wear. That's a responsibility that we live out. In yeah. his absence, we are his ambassadors. We are his body carrying out his work, carrying on his work while he is not currently physically on the earth. We are the body of Christ. That's not a title. That's a responsibility. And it's the greatest honor. And to give your life to the church, that is a worthy cause. When you give yourself to the church for the sake of the glory of Jesus Christ, I, I just believe that's the greatest investment of life that you will ever make. Mm. Amen. Amen to that. So I'm, I'm thankful we're going to be talking about the church. You know, now that Hope Church has grown to a family of 16 different congregations with 16 uh, pastors, and, and God is doing this incredible work. And, and guys, if I, I can just for a second take a time out, you know, I think our audience needs to remember that both of you are church planters. Hmm. Both of you are church planting, which means you're sacrificing, uh, which means you have very little security, you have families, you have responsibilities, but church planting doesn't come with any guarantees. And in a, in a nation where today far more churches are dying than are thriving, there's an epidemic right now of a pastor shortage. Uh, we are witnessing this firsthand, guys, through the ministry of Hope Church, that their church is dying in communities that at one point in time were Bible Belt strongholds. And here you guys are in this culture trying to plant a church. And so I just want to encourage people, when you hear about this $5 unlimited access kind of um, RFP offer, think about that not just as being able to hear our goof-ups and our stupidity and, and to see the behind the scenes, but you need to do that to make an investment in these two guys that every single podcast pour their hearts out who share truth, who share of themselves, who take ridicule because of it, and all at the same time trying to plant churches and take care of their families. Why don't you look at that $5 like an investment to help these guys while they're living literally by faith and not by sight? Because church planting, especially church planting with a Hope Church, um, or church planting a Hope Church, that doesn't come with this big financial benefit so that these guys step into this wealth of pastoral ministry. No, these guys are sacrificing. These guys are 
they're not on the edge of faith. They are living by faith. And I would love to see you invest in them and look at it like this. You'll be supporting two church planners and you'll be able to see those moments when we look ridiculous while we're trying to record <laughs> this podcast. It doesn't get much better than that. Thank you, Brian. I didn't know you were going to do that, but that was that was beautiful, man. I love your heart for the pastors. And we're a part of the pastors group. We just had our elders retreat, which, man, in the mountains of North Carolina, that was that was just unbelievable. It it was life-changing and life-giving and um just love your heart for pastors and you're you're investing in our lives as well as a bunch of other guys. That's my joy. You guys are like my kids. God didn't give me a son and now I'm realizing he's given me I guess in the Paul Timothy sense, not that I am in any way shape form or fashion the equivalent of the apostle Paul nor am I comparing myself to the apostle Paul, but in that same spirit, I think I'm starting to understand how Paul felt about Timothy because, you know, even when we were up there on the mountain, just so many times I look at you guys and it feels like you're my kids. And, you know, I'll share this. I never, I never share this publicly, but there are times guys, when I, I have moments of prayer, when I shed tears and I look at you guys and I think, Lord, thank you for all these boys you've given me. Mm. You um, you didn't give me a son. I prayed for that, a son that would carry on the ministry. But you've loved me enough to give me sons in mm. the faith, spiritual sons. And uh, man, I love you guys. I'd I'd fight. I'd fight hell with a water pistol for you guys if I thought it would shield you from the flames for just a little while. And it's been the greatest joy of my life. Well, we do Amen. love you. I'm borderline grandson, but we do love you. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> oh, goodness. The Hope community has been an awesome uh, opportunity for us planning Hope Church here in Catoosa County. Um, coming up on a year already. I mean, it's unbelievable. Wow. October 30th will be our one-year anniversary here from the first night we met in a barn and just to see what God has done in this last year is just absolutely incredible um, to see the people that we've been able to minister to and to watch God just continue to grow the church here in Catoosa County in North Georgia. And uh, if you're anywhere close to the Chattanooga, North Georgia area, we'd love to have you come and be part of Hope Church Catoosa. Um, it, is a, it is a thriving and growing church, and uh, I I'm loving this guys. I mean, it is, it, it's something that I never thought I'd do. I honestly, I'm, I'm a youth pastor. I'm a college pastor, pastoring a church, church planting. It was one of the last things I wanted to do. You fought Being against it all for three years and constantly speaking that into my life and hold me accountable on that. And, you know, sometimes you just got to put your yes on the table and uh, that, that's a, it's a scary step of faith because it's not comfortable. And this is mm -hmm. probably the most uncomfortable I've ever been in life. Um, but man, it, the joy really is um, it, it's, it's full when you know you're doing what God has called you to do. And I love being here. Um, I understand why pastors don't like missing their churches on Sunday. When you, when, you know, your vocation is a vacation when you're doing what you're supposed to do. You know what I mean? And, uh, just, I love being here around the family of hope church. It's more than just Sunday morning, getting to preach every week, which I love doing. But like last night, I mean, we have a softball team. We absolutely suck at softball. But I look over there, and there's 50, 60 people on the sideline, and it's like a community that God is putting together. And I'm just like, this is incredible. 
this is what the church is all about discipleship salvations baptisms uh people getting help and i absolutely love it and then for me on top of that and i just want to put a, a plug out here for hope church family um if you're a pastor that's just out there and kind of just going through the motions you you're 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 struggling you're alone um man i i want to encourage you to find some good community like this i would encourage you to reach out to to us here at hope church and i i may be stepping out of line here i don't know if you want to add any more hope churches to the family but keep on going this community is what i needed um the brotherhood being on that mountain with the 15 other hope church pastors and just being able to share raw real unfiltered, no, no, like mask, no preconceived notion, just being real. Um, that brotherhood is needed. And I am so thankful to be part of a group of men who love Jesus, who are passionate about the gospel, who are passionate about his church, but also hold each other accountable. We're not afraid to speak into each other's lives. And um, man, Brian, I love, I'm so thankful that years ago when God gave you the vision to start the Hope Church family, um, that you said yes and put your yes on the table. Cause here we are years later being, uh, benefiting from that. And so the podcast has now become part of the Hope Church family because all three of us are Hope Church pastors. And, you know, when it started, I just sit here and listen to you two go on and on and on about Hope Church. And now I get to be part of that in this past yeah. year just been incredible and uh, it's taken our friendship i consider you two my, two of my best friends in the world i love you guys and now being part of the hope church family is taking it from the podcast where we're in the trenches i mean we're we're fighting some battles together i mean i you know there, there's some there's some stuff if, if i've learned anything over these last four years doing the podcast my my circle has gotten a lot smaller but there's the people that are in that circle that I can trust a lot more. And you two are part of that, but the hope church family has added some guys to that. And uh, man, I just, I'm thankful you put your yes on the table years ago. And uh, I'm so thankful for what God's doing here at hope church Katusa. Um, I, I show up every Sunday and I'm like, why are people here? This is unbelievable <laughs> every week. And it's just like, God, are you sure that this is what we're supposed to do? But uh, the best is yet to come. And we're just continuing to press forward. Well, you know, Jace. just to hear you share that, man, that yeah. was beautiful, wasn't it, Nathan? Yeah, it was. Yeah, that really touched my heart, JC. Thank you so much. And, you know, the other thing is sitting out on that back deck up there in the mountains, when have you ever been a part of a pastor's community that takes three and a half hours yeah. to obey James 5 and confess our faults and our sins and the things we struggle with and then to experience one by one being prayed for? Yeah. We sat there and confessed and prayed over one another for three and a half hours. That is life-changing and life-giving. And you mentioned something, JC, that I think is critical. And then I'll say this and, and I'll be quiet. You know, we hear a lot of times from those of you in the RFP audience, what kind of church should we be looking for? Where do we go from here? We're out of fundamentalism. Where do we go now? You know, it may be that you should strongly pray about and consider moving to the Asheville area, moving to the Catoosa County area, or if you live in one of the areas nearby, one of the other church uh, congregations already, you could go and be a tremendous blessing. For example, in Asheville, there is chronic lostness in Asheville and a desperate need for people to move into Asheville for that area to be impacted by the gospel. You could do that. You could be a part of that. 
I think you should strongly pray about that and consider it. Amen. Well, thank you, Brian. And I second that and third that and fourth that. Like we <laughs> need some people and and God has sent a couple of families that are close by uh, the Asheville area, like 20 to 30 minute drives that are visiting. And I'm just praying that God, you know, allows them to come on and be a part, even if it's just for a short amount of time to come help us for six months, a year to, to really, uh, do what God is calling us to do. We need people here, but let me just, let me back up a little bit. I, I want to take you guys back to 2015. Uh, Brian Edwards, uh, and I became friends on Facebook. And uh, I was standing up for his daddy, defending his daddy when some people were attacking him over the King James Version, which is hilarious because he only uses the King James Version. He it's only hilarious. preaches out of the King James Version. But they attacked him because uh, he led up on tradition and started leaning harder into the gospel and scripture than he ever had before. And even admitted that he had been wrong about some things at a point in his ministry that most guys won't ever do that. And uh, still to this day, uh, Craig Edwards' episode is one of my favorite episodes ever, and I hear that from a lot of people. Um, but Brian Edwards uh, started reaching out and texting me and and calling me, and uh, he started you know listening to some of my sermons online and different things like that. And he said, Nathan, uh, no offense, but why are you youth pastor? Uh, he was like, youth pastoring is great. He goes, but when I when I look at you and hear you preach and talk to you. God has given you the heart of a pastor. You need to be pastoring. And I was at a season in my life, and he didn't know this, and a lot of people don't know this, but I was at a big season of struggle and discouragement in my life. Uh, we were Our family was at a new season. It was just a lot of things were going on, and I was being attacked from the enemy. And Brian Edwards reaches out to me at a time where I'm thinking, I don't even need to be in ministry. I don't, I don't, what am I even doing? Who, what am I thinking? I'm not even thinking I'm needing to be in youth ministry. And God is using Brian Edwards to confirm a calling in my life and pushing me towards church planning. And fast forward to 2016, uh, I prayed a prayer that God would make his will clear because Brian offered me a job as a Hope Church pastor and uh, or starting the conversation of that. And uh, through all that process, God made it abundantly clear that uh, he was moving me and my family on. And uh, there was no way to misinterpret what he did in my life. It was absolutely mm. clear and uh, ended up planning Hope Church Trenton. Well, this year, uh, last week, I had the opportunity to uh, have our one-year service here, our one-year anniversary service here in Asheville this past Sunday. And uh, this coming Sunday... God and his providence set this up. I couldn't have planned this, but this coming Sunday, I'm going to be back at Hope Church Trenton for the oh, seven-year wow. anniversary of the church that we planted there back in 2016. So, man, wow. God just does all things well. It's amazing. It's like one of those little winks where you don't realize something's happening, and then you look up, and you're like, oh, my goodness, I've got back-to-back -back weeks of planting a church seven years ago and one that just, just started one year ago. Wow, that's uh, and awesome. Man, uh, it is the joy and privilege of my life. JC, you talk about a vacation. I wake up every day. It's not easy, but I wake up every day knowing I get to do what I love and what is my passion. And really, I have two passions in life. The first passion is my family. Uh, my family is my Amen. first ministry, and I love them, and I'm leaning into them uh, 
especially since I've been in Asheville, trying to lean into them more than I ever have before in ministry and loving them and leading them and just enjoying them. But my second passion is missions. And church planting is missions. It's missionary work. We yes, are missionaries. And man, I am on foreign soil here in Asheville, North Carolina. This is a foreign culture. It's it's uh, just unique in so many different ways. And I'm thrilled that I get to be a part of that. And season three is about the church. And I think next week we'll, we'll lean into kind of introducing what we're going to be talking about and what the church is and what that means. But I love that this week... We get to just talk about our experience with the church, and I'm passionate with the church. And I heard Jack Wood, who's an old independent fundamental Baptist pastor and evangelist that that preached years ago, and I grew up under his ministry, and he preached a sermon called Don't Mess With the Church. And to this day, it, it is a sermon that is burned into my consciousness, and I would love to share that at some point uh, on social media somewhere if I get my hands on that. But uh, his his passion for the church and just the fact that God works through the local church, and you need to keep your hands and your mouth off the local church because this is God's work, and we get to be a part of what God is doing at ground Amen. zero. I love the church. I believe in the church, and podcasting and, and missions trips and all this other stuff, that's always going to be secondary to pastoring and what God does through the local church. Yeah, Man, I love that. And Amen we've got to that. Incredible interviews that are going to be coming up that we've already lined up for this season that are going to be right in line with this uh, theme throughout season three. And uh, boys, it's going to be a great, great season. I'm just glad to be back. We we kind of shook the rest off on this episode before here. Woo, we made it through it and uh, we got to learn how to talk again and, and not interrupt. <laughs> My tang's all tangled. <laughs> 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 oh, but it is good to be back with you. And hey, before we shut it down, JC, I do want to say, because I've been promising my interns that I'm going to do this for months and months and months. I, I keep telling them uh, every week, I'm like, yeah, I'll do it in a couple of weeks. We're recording in a couple of weeks, and then it, it never happened. But we have an intern program in Asheville, and I want to make a call to 18 to 26-year-olds that are out there that are out of high school, in college, in Bible college, praying about your next steps. Maybe you're doing seminary online or something like that or praying about the next steps. If you have a heart to be in ministry, we want you to learn ministry at ground zero. And and my two interns that are here now, uh, Logan and Elena, they are uh, over, Logan is over the uh, buildings and facilities, and man, he takes it seriously. It is a ministry to this guy. He's in his early 20s, but man, he is a hard working man of God who is serving this church and serving this community through keeping the grass cut, uh, doing all the things he does around here. And he does it as a ministry. He also helps some with media because we don't have a media guy right now. Elena is helping as the worship intern, and she takes it seriously, planning center, uh, running practices, uh, communicating with everybody. I mean, it is they're getting ground zero training on how to lead a ministry team and I'm taking my hands off of it. I'm there to lead and to help them and to advise them. But they are the ministry team leaders as interns. And they we also, for men, for young men, we are providing uh, dorm-style housing here on location in Asheville, which is an offset. Uh, we, we obviously can't pay 
right now for interns, but we are providing this as uh, a way for you to learn ministry. We're, we're encouraging all of our interns to get lo- jobs in the local area and uh, spend the majority of your time in the community working a job, but also spend a few hours a week with your ministry team and, and uh, working on that. So interns, young people, 18 to 26 years old, a little bit of flexibility on that, but uh, interested in serving full-time in ministry one day, come get started with a church plant and see how it how it starts from, from day one. Hey, by the way, that also means they get to live in Asheville. Yes. So which one day will give them great stories. Oh, yeah. And they sit down and tell the stories to their kids and their grandkids. The other thing is in Asheville, you learn to live the gospel as a lifestyle for mm. the sake of reaching people. That will help them in life and in ministry going forward for the rest of their lives. Yeah. So it's a pretty good offer when you stop and think about it. And there's lots of employment opportunities there. And oh, again, yeah. a desperate need for the gospel. Yeah. And we're hoping that one day soon we'll have some sort of housing option for young ladies because we do need some more young ladies to come and be a part of that. But right now, obviously, we're not going to put boys and girls in the same the same dorm. So uh, although Asheville would be OK with that, we're not OK with that. So uh, we're looking for some options of maybe getting a house where five or six girls could could uh, live together and with some sort of house parent or something like that. That So so help us pray about that. But guys, this is this is my heartbeat. Well, guys, it has been awesome to be back on the podcast with you in uh, episode 164. And uh, here we go. We're pressing towards 200 and uh, beyond. I don't know why 200 is the number that's stuck in my brain, but that's where we're at right now. So, uh, hey, be sure to go like, subscribe, and give us a review on YouTube. You can also go to Apple, Spotify, and Amazon. Leave us a review, like, subscribe. We either have five stars or one star. So you either love us or hate us, but I don't care. You can leave a review and uh, we'll thank you for uh, doing that. All right. Hey, it's been a good week and uh, we'll be sure to see you here next week. All right. Y'all have a good week. Be sweet. All right. We jumped the gun just a little bit on that, but Thanks for listening to the Recovering Fundamentalist podcast. Be sure to stop by our social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Give us a follow. Also, go to our website, recoveringfundamentalist.org. That's recoveringfundamentalist.org. There you can find Recovering Fundamentalist swag. You can get your t-shirts and hats. You can join our ex-fundy community. See where we're going to be having some meetups. It's the recoveringfundamentalist.org. Be sure to join us next time for the Recovering Fundamentalist podcast.